Over the past five weeks, we've been in the series titled Uncommon Fellowship. We have focus on being the creature of the word, uh, the uncommon worship, uncommon hospitality, uncommon um, generosity, and we also talked about uncommon power on last week. Today we're going to close that series by speaking about the uncommon mission, the uncommon mission of the church. So if you're willing and able, would you stand as we read the word of God? Our reading today is from Acts chapter 1, verses 4 through 8. And while staying with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. So when, he had come, so when they had come together, they asked him, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, It is not for you to know the times or seasons that the Father has fixed by his own authority. But you will will receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. This is the word of the Lord. It is absolutely true and it is given to us in love. Amen. You may be seated. When we think about the mission of the church... I began to wonder, how is it that the church can operate in the uncommon fellowship that we've heard about, the uncommon hospitality, the uncommon generosity? How is it that we can operate in the uncommon power? The church can only do the mission of the church by operating in that uncommon power that we were taught about last week, which is the Holy Spirit. Amen. We can only operate. We can only be the church that we've called, that we, God has designed for us to be. The church that we are called to be is if we operate in the uncommon power, which is the Holy Spirit, which is actually common. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it, it, it's, it's, it's here. It's, it's for us. It's, it's not something that should be foreign to us. It is the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here. It's for us. And if we're going to be that church, that's, how, that's what it's going to take for us to be that church. The disciples are not just told to go and make disciples, but they're told where to go. Look at verse number eight. It says, but you will receive power. When the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, in all Judea, Samaria, and to the utter, to the end of the earth. So the mission is not just for us to to come to church. That's not our mission. Our mission is not just for us to gather in this place of worship. And it's far too often, far too often, the mission of the church is seen as only a mission for a select few, like the elders, the deacons, or someone who's in the leadership position. But I've stopped by to tell you today and share some good news with you that the mission of the church is for us all. Amen. The mission of the church is not for a select few. The mission is not for just those who are on the varsity team. You know what I'm talking about. You've been to high school? The varsity players are the studs. 
You know, everybody else, you know, if you get to play, you play on JV. That's not how it is in the church. God has called all of us to do his mission. If you have been born again, if you are connected to the body, then you have a job to do. That's good news. While I agree that we all can't sing. I'm going to say that again. We all can't sing. I'm, I'm talking about myself. That's right. You understand me. Listen, it, it, it ain't, it, it's, it's not nothing to be embarrassed about if you can't sing. I can't sing. You don't want me singing, trying to sing in the microphone. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Batch. Thank you. So it, 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 we all have assignments. There, there is something. Some, some of us, our job may just stand on the door with a smile and greet somebody. Our, our job may be to be inside this church when folk come from the outside and embrace them with a hug. We all have work to do. So once we realize that we are called not to just come to church and sit down and do nothing, but we are to be living witnesses of who God is in our life. When we realize that it's, it's not for us to do nothing, but to be living examples. How can we be living examples? How can we be a testimony to who God is to us? How, how, how can we do this? How can we do the work that God has called us to do, not just here, but of, on the outside of the church? We are to do this by getting over our fear and, th- and the awkwardness that we feel. Sometimes if, if I was, to, we, we talked about this in, in staff this week, that when we, you hear the word witness, you often think of somebody coming to you, saying to you to recite some scriptures, say a prayer, and then we pat you on the back and say, now you're part of the kingdom. Right. That is not what I'm talking about today. That's not how I'm talking about for us to be a witness. I'm talking about for us to be a witness by inviting people into our lives, inviting people into our spaces, inviting people into places where, where, listen, that we have guarded, that we have put up walls from because we don't want folk to come inside this this certain area. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Listen, when we open our homes, we're careful who we let in. We're careful how we allow folk just to, to walk into to, to our private places. You know, when, if we're going to be the church that God calls us to be, if we're going to be witnesses of Christ, y'all, we're going to have to be willing to take some risk. Yes. We're going to have to be willing to, to, to expose ourselves. Some, some, some years ago, I, I asked a young lady on a date. I was taking a risk. I exposed myself. I I was taking a risk. She might say no, but I I wouldn't understand why she would say no. (laughs) But there was a possibility that she would say no. But some 28 years later, some two grown kids later, we have two daughter-in-laws, we have a grandson. I took a risk that exposed me. I didn't want to go to her to have one conversation. I went to her because I wanted to have a relationship. And so what I'm saying is that if we're going to be the church 
that God has called us to be to operate in all those uncommon things, y'all, we're going to have to be willing to take a risk and we're going to have to go beyond just simple conversations. We're going to have to want to establish relationship. Y'all with me this morning? Yeah, we got to have relationship. It, it, it ain't enough just to say, God bless your brother. Dave says that maybe we should invite somebody that we don't know. Just once time a month, just invite somebody. Guess what that does, y'all? That opens us up. Yeah, they may say no, but you can ask them again. I have a very good friend who, who, he always tells me, he says, Willie, you can call me for anything. Don't always mean I'm going to say yes. He said, but that doesn't stop you from asking me again. Listen. Everything is not going to be smooth. If it was smooth, y'all, hey man, I would only ask the people that I know would say yes. I would only surround myself with the people that, that would say yes. But if we're going to be the church, y'all, we're going to have to realize that there's some different things. There's some things that we're going to have to do that's not, that, that we may not be comfortable with. So, the church is to be the witnesses of, of God. Listen what he says. He tells us first in Jerusalem. Jerusalem, that's in our close place. That's, that's, that's in the area that's close to us. That's, that's like in our family. Those are the people that we're in contact with all the time. We're to be witnesses to those people in Jerusalem. Y'all, y'all that's good stuff right there. Because we all got family members that need to see living examples of the goodness of God. Can I get a witness? All of us got, uh, we may have a brother, we may have a sister, we may have a cousin, we may have an auntie. Listen, we need to be, we want to be living examples, y'all. That is a privilege for us to be living examples to those that that are close to us. So that's what we're called to be, living examples. The hardest person, the hardest people for me to ever be a living example around is those that who know me. Those that know what I used to do. Those that, listen, listen, those that grew up with me, those that know, that they know, they call me Little Willie. Little Willie. That's because my dad is Big Willie, not because I'm little. Listen, listen. It's hard for me to witness to those folks. Because they know me. Listen, you know what they quickly tell me? I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. And listen, and truth be told, they'll be remembering some truth things. So what is my responsibility is, watch this, to allow the Holy Spirit to work through me and do what God has called me to do anyway. Amen. Amen. Sometimes it ain't our words that win people over. It's how we live. So he tells them, he tells them that not only will you be witnesses in, in Jerusalem, but you need to be witnesses in, in Judea. Listen, that, that's outside your immediate circle. That's outside folk that you are, listen, and, and I know, I know scripturally these are different locations throughout, okay? These are different locations. I'm trying to bring it to an to understanding for us that Judea is just outside of your immediate family. Do you know a good way that we can be living examples of Christ 
is that when we come out of our homes, when we come out of our media circle, and we get to a place where we worship together, I believe our first way of fulfilling the mission of the church is through our worship. Listen, when we come in this place, I got some more surprising news for you. That everybody in here is not a born-again believer. Yes. Yes, because we, 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 we're in here, we got on our best clothing, and look, we, we look good. We, we, we automatically believe that everybody in this room is a born-again believer. Not so. So when we gather in this place, we have, this is our first opportunity outside of our Jerusalem to, to be living examples, to be living witnesses of who Christ is, and that it happens through our worship. When people begin to see us worship, and, and, and they see something, they see a change in us, and they see us Sunday after Sunday, they see something happening in our lives, they see that we're not walking like we used to walk, they see that we're standing up a little bit straighter, they see that when we sit down, we sit differently, it's because of the power of the Holy Spirit working in our lives, and we begin to be able to share with our brothers and sisters, it's because of the Holy Spirit. Are y'all with me? Is there anybody here who's not the same as they was last year? It ain't because of you. It's because of the Holy Spirit that's working in you. And somebody, trust me, there's somebody in this room that's watching you. You may not think so, but somebody in here is watching you. Somebody is saying, wow, look at them, they're different. Wow, look at them. Something has happened. And the joy of the Lord is that it was the Lord who did it. That's good. Listen, you think, of, listen, I'm, uh, we're going to take a pause break. This, this is what we'll call a commercial. Begin to think where God has brought you from. <laughs> Listen, just look, look, just I want you to think about what how good he's been to you. How good he he has he's kept you. Listen, so how do we be witnesses? First, it's 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 through our worship. Then it's through us telling folk. Hello? You go to a restaurant and it's good. What what, what do you do? Listen. They get free advertisement from us. Listen, because when we leave there and they were good to us, guess what we do? We tell somebody. You ever been in this place? It's good there, man. The service is good. Listen, it was a little slow, but the service was good. We had a chance to go to this new, uh, where's Betsy? Betsy, where are you, Betsy? Okay, we had a chance to go to this restaurant, this place. And uh, we went there for lunch on Thursday. And... The service was not the best, but the food was real good. (laughs) Listen, listen, I knew the service wasn't good. Dave knew the service wasn't good. Betsy knew the service was not good, but guess what happened? There's Betsy. (laughs) Not only did we know the service wasn't good, the waitress knew the service wasn't good. (laughs) The manager knew the service wasn't good. So he came to our table. He says, I'm going to comp y'all meal today. Listen, the food was good, but the service was bad. Uh, Are y'all listening to me? You know how we won? 
We got it for free. And guess what he wants us to go and tell folk? That the food is good. But not that the service is bad. <laughs> good thing I don't remember the name of the place. Because I already told what he don't want you to tell. What he don't want me to tell. Listen, listen, listen. I, I believe they're trying to find out the name over here, y'all. <laughs> I, I, listen, listen, I enjoy. I enjoy being able to preach the gospel. I enjoy to, to add humor to it. But if y'all, we, we, we have a serious task. We have to be the church. Y'all, we, we ought to be happy about being living witness and tell somebody about the goodness of God. We want to show them the goodness of God. And they see that through our lives. And, and, and they see it by the way we live. And they see it and they hear it when we tell folk. That's our, that's our Judea. That's us getting out of the comfort place. That's us going out into the world. Y'all, this church, God, God didn't plant this church here for us just to have worship in this place on Sunday. And go home. God planted us here to, to have relationship with one another and relationship with people in this community and relationships with people outside of this community. So we have a task. The mission, listen, we just stuck with uncommon because that was the thing. But it's our mission. It's a common mission of the church. Not just this church, but the church across the street the church across town, the church on the other side of the world. God has called us to establish relationships with those who are different from us. Amen? So, so not only is it Judea, it, I mean Jerusalem, Judea, then he says go out and, and go into Samaria. We go out, listen, that, that's just not home. That's just not in church and work and stuff, y'all. That's outside of those things. That is when we get into territory where, where, where the opportunity to share, to be living witnesses with people who we don't know. And listen, in Jerusalem and Judea, there's a possibility that we know these folk. But Samaria takes us to a place where we don't know. And I understand, y'all, some of us are, are not called to go to other lands, to foreign lands. But y'all, we have an opportunity to help folk go to foreign lands. We have an opportunity to, to do these things that God has called us to do by being living examples. Living examples, y'all, we live so that, some, that, that the person that's watching us see Christ in us. We share for the, per, the person that's watching us is looking for an opportunity for us to tell them about Christ. And then we have an opportunity to give. We already talked about uncommon generosity. It ain't just us trying to accumulate everything that we can. That's the easy thing, just to try to get everything that we can. God has given us an opportunity to be um, generous in our giving, and we can give, and we can help people go to places that we will never, ever be able to go ourselves. Why is it important for us to be a witness? In the Old Testament, death, someone could only be put to death by two or three witnesses. 
It, it, listen, it couldn't be me just walk up and say that person did me wrong. They should be put to death. Death could only be established by two or three witnesses. So if death could be established by two or three witnesses, I believe that life can be established by two or three witnesses. Listen, it's, it's in our work, I, I want us to get this. I'm telling us, y'all, we have to be examples, but I want us to grab a hold of this. It's not that when I go, I immediately expect to see something different in you. I, I want to come. I want to share with you. I, I want you to see the goodness of the Lord in my life. But it's not that I'm making you do anything. My responsibility is to do what God called me to do. His responsibility is do, to do the work in your life. Hello? That, that, that was good stuff right there. That, that was good stuff. Uh, uh, listen, all we're required to do is live the life that God has called us to, and he will do the work in the lives of those that we're supposed to influence. Listen, we already said it's by the power of the Holy Spirit. I have no power. I cannot get not one grown person in this room to do anything that they don't want to do. I, I can beg you, I can plead, I can, I can offer, I can, get, I can say I'll give you this. If you don't want to do it, I can't make you do it. Are y'all with me? But it's my responsibility to do what God calls me to do. If God says, say it, I shall say it. If he said, give it, I shall give it. And guess what should happen? He'll make it work. He will make it work. Y'all looking at me like y'all... Y'all not fine. That's right. You got me? That's important, y'all, to, to realize that it's not on us. Listen, that's, that's why we become discouraged. Because we expect to see something happen, and we want to see it happen when? Right now. Listen, we, we, we them Burger King Christians. We want to have it our way. Listen, and we want to have it our way right now. Listen, listen, in the scripture, in our passage, Acts 2, it says that, and God did what? He added to the church day by day. He did it. Guess what the, guess what the church was doing? They was being uh, generous. They were fellowshipping. They were being hospitable to one another. They were worshiping God. And guess what happened? While they was doing what they were supposed to be doing, guess what God was doing? Adding to the church. So if we're going to be the church that God calls us to be, if we want to see, watch this, the flourishing of our neighbors, the uncommon fellowship, we, we want to see personal transformation, y'all, it's going to happen when we do what we're supposed to do. Listen, when we allow, watch this, when the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives and we are living witnesses that it's because of him, God's going to do the work. God's going to, listen, when, when we start loving on each other like we should, I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm talking about the church. I'm not talking about this church. When, we, when, we, when the church start loving each other like, church got too many problems. This church mad at that church. Listen. That, that, that's a problem. Look, look, we too busy worrying about what that church over there doing instead of doing what this church has been called to do. 
It happens. It, it, listen, it may not be what's going on inside these walls, but trust me when I tell you it happens. So guess what we have to be? A limited example in these walls and where? Outside these walls. So God has called us. He has called us to be living witnesses. Listen, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, watch this, y'all, and where? To the ends of the earth. So it just can't stop here. It, it just can't stop here. So, so we need to be examples when we're at work, when we coach the football team, when we play on the football team. Are, are y'all following me? When we go to lunch after church on Sunday, we need to be living examples. God, that's what he called us to be. This is an uncommon mission for a church that wants to have an uncommon fellowship. This, 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 is, this is not hard for us. This is us accepting what God has called us to do. It's, it's the Holy Spirit that's at work. The Holy Spirit goes to work, y'all. Becomes evident in our lives. People around us will be changed. It's the Holy Spirit. And look, look, here's the good news. He chose you to work through. He chose you. Listen, he didn't have to choose me. He didn't have to choose me to stand here. He didn't have to choose me. It's because of his grace and his mercy. And if you have an opportunity, you know, you know God has called you. You know that God is at work in your life. I encourage you, be a living example. Show somebody. Look for an opportunity to share the gospel. Look for an opportunity to be hospitable to you, towards your brother. Look for an opportunity to be generous. And guess what we're doing? We're becoming not an uncommon church where people from different walks of life can come together, can be loved by folk that's not in their circle, folk that's not in their Jerusalem, folk that's not in their Judea, folk that maybe not even in Samaria, but they're on the other ends of the earth. What a great possibility. What a great joy for us to be that church. When I was a kid, and I finished, every morning, every morning, somebody would come on the PA system in the school, and they would get up, and they would say, good morning. Please stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Every morning they did it, every morning. And they was doing that, guess what, to remind us that we were Americans. That's what they were doing. They were doing that. Listen, in our country right now, it may not be the best. We, we, we got some issues. We got some issues. But guess what? We ought to be reminded of who we are in Christ. Watch this. Every time we come together, this is an opportunity for us to be reminded Amen. whose we are and who we belong to. Listen, we can look around this room. That brother don't look like me. That sister don't look like me. But we all belong to the same God. Amen. 
And that's how we begin to operate and become the uncommon fellowship by doing what God said, by being witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the end of the earth. Let's pray. God, our Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your kindness. And Father, we thank you for it is our desire to be a church that sees the personal transformation in the lives of our members. We want to see an uncommon fellowship in the lives of this church. And we want to see the flourishing of our neighbors. Father, we pray that as we seek that desire, we realize that the results are not on us, but it's through the work of the Spirit, through the power of the Spirit, that we're able to do what you called us to do, God. And we, we are determined to leave the results to you. For God, you will add as you see fit. Just empower us, God, to do what you called us to do. Help us, God, to not get discouraged along the way. Help us, God, to just seek to be living examples in everywhere we go and in everything that we do. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.